going on welcome to totally blitz podcast today we're in a motherfucking fight club and we're talking ufc 284 makachev versus volkanovsky recap and before we get into the action the controversy heavy opinions and all the chaos that it was go down like and subscribe every subscriber matters drop your comment of your favorite fight if you had something to get off your chest or if you think something was a clear-cut robbery let us know. But as always, this is Paul. Pick on one of the the drunk gambler who's with. Turn that shit up. Guessing you're not an Islam fan, Cash. Ah, uh, We was in Australia. Perth. Izzy was there. Taito Avasa was there. Robert Whitaker was there, man. That whole Oceania was in the building. Dan Hooker was there. Niggas' family was there. You know who wasn't there? Khabib. Motherfucking, and they robbed my dog in front of his in front of his whole, whole country. You didn't even give him the chance to. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh, you do see Islam did also. Islam got the chance. He was on the, the video of him and the uh, drive back home with the crew. He's like Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. I was like, ooh. That's what I'd understand him for your near pound for pound number two. You 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 gotta remember Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck them niggas. But that was funny as fuck. I saw that and I was like, I hate this man. But hey, Paul, man, I'm shook. I'm bounced back because we had a couple of days now. But if you wanted to do this episode on Monday, you would have seen me crying. You did this on Sunday? Crying. I was so lit Sunday, bro. I was not lit, bro. The Super Bowl was on like Saturday because it went over in, into Sunday because it was post midnight here. Man, you were there. You saw. No. The, the the change in attitude because I had a lot of money on his law, so I was sitting there silent waiting <laughs> for the waiting for the scorecard. I was letting y'all manipulate and make me believe that Volk actually won, where y'all was bullying me into believing that that's that man won that fight. Manipulating me. So I was sitting there sad. And then when I heard the righteous scorecards that was at 284, bruh. The the happiness I felt, bro, I was I almost I almost changed religions, bro. I was <laughs> I was on a saved, changed on one night. Uh, but the, the aftermath, I the aftermath is gonna be some. There's some shit to sweep up that we got to talk about. Look at the shit like this, man. I don't know what a judge is scoring. I'll keep it a buck. Obviously, at this point, we all don't know nothing. I don't know. That's all I can understand. Because, like, you could have made an argument that it was 4-1 vote. You could have argued that. I wouldn't have. I would have just stuck with the 3-2. And then whoever won the fifth round, which was both, did that. But, like, when Talia Santos held down Shevchenko, motherfuckers did not give a fuck. They didn't think twice about that shit. Uh, no fucks were given about. They said he got, she got whooped those rounds. So vote, but when it's almost now vote, 
because he's not going for a submission. He's just literally clinging on. There's no – in the first round, okay, cool. And then in the second round, that's the one where he got – um no, not the second, or the fourth round where he got really close to the fence. And then um he, Islam cut off the fence, and that's when both was like, oh, I'm stuck. So I'm going to just start hitting his ass back and talking my shit. Like, you're supposed to knock me out. You're not even trying I make you look like that a was bitch. probably my favorite part of the whole fight was when there he had his back in the folks' faces. It's like just talking with him and then just making faces of this like like he like I was like what are they saying right now? It sounds like they're having a conversation. Nah, man, that's bulky dog, big bone bulky, the power pound number one, the the people's like. I think yeah. that's the yeah. difference between Islam and Habib was like. Habib always did the talking. Volkanovski, like, I'm not saying Volk wouldn't be able to be Habib. I'm just saying that there would never been a person that would have been in the ring with Habib talking and shit like that once it hit the floor. Habib would, no, Habib would have made shit sure shit was done. I, I don't see. I'm a big Volk fan, but I just saw that, like, it was a close fight with Islam, and my biggest take on Islam is that he was not Habib. Like, he's not Habib. So, like, I don't think that fight would be too great. But, um, oh, man, Islam, don't get me wrong. It was a close fight. At the end of the day, it's a close fight. So you can't really, one thing about me, it'd be different, like, if it was, like, the Patty, the last Patty fight. Like, <laughs> we knew that shit wasn't close, and they still gave it to him, and it looked even crazy. Like, even Sean O'Malley versus Peter Yawn, you can at least say Sean O'Malley looked good the whole fight. Volk, in my opinion, Volk thought he did good enough. Joe Rogan thought he did more than he did enough. Everybody on the live stream thought he did enough. Him and his team thought he did enough. Izzy was fucking devastated when he got motherfucking when the results came out. Oh, man. But it is what it is. Such as like, both I think is a fucking G because he hasn't tripped, complained, bitch, crying, or whined about none of that shit. So, they did uh, he's still champion. They're both still champion of the relative weight classes. Did you see the, the pound for pound list that's came out Come since? On. First off, my nigga Max Holloway at 15. The fuck with me. But you already know it. My dog Bulk at number. Did you see the ESPN pound for pound list? Oh, those things are pound for pound list. doesn't matter. They had they had a tie at first. Well, see, this is why they don't matter. <laughs> People are like, ain't no way in hell you thought a tie. With like, with like with a P's MMA fans, MMA fans are the last person you can give a fucking tie to. we're not going for that even slightly. So yeah, but I thought it was a little funny. But the fight stuff, like you said, real close. I'm not gonna go deep into it because you already hit on most of it. We hit on the rounds. the The big thing is, we have to stop saying. I I'm, I'm a, I do it myself, but we have to stop saying every fight's a robbery. That was a close fight. Just because you thought he won, like we can we can all say it's a close fight. Anytime we'll say anything's a close fight, we can't say it's robbery. Whenever it's a natural robbery, we'll know it's robbery, like like Patty and shit. But like like you said, when fights are close, we can. It sometimes it's okay if your guy loses. I think nah. that Islam won. No, but. I did see multiple uh, outlets score. They had MMA outlet scorecards, and there was a lot that did have Islam winning on their scorecards. So I was sitting there like, okay, well, at least it's like there are people's eyes who do think Islam won this fight too. Like it wasn't like 
98% of all scorecards around the world is has Volk winning, only 2%. I think it was more like 60-40, 65-35 type shit, where I was like, okay, well, so we just, they just happened to be the 35 that was watching the fight tonight type shit. I respect it. I mean, everybody's everybody's entitled to opinion, and the only opinion that matters are the judges. Dana White's opinion doesn't even matter if you think about it. So all you can do is just stop you from getting another title shot. But I just look at this fight like I don't know what they're looking at. That's just what pisses me off. Like, it'd be easy for me if I could say, like, okay, takedowns and ground control is the number one, two criteria, and judges are looking for this. If they're if you're on the floor, they're not worried about the damage you're doing. They're on the they're trying to see like control time. Who is he going for submissions? I just don't know how, where that where the scale is. Like if there was a consistent universal rules and a universal scale and all that, I would love it for that. But the shit's insane. But shout out to Volk. He fought like a fucking true champion because he fucking is one. It would have been nice to see him get his hand raised in Australia. They gave him his chance for a moment. They and that's why I think it was a robbery because we think he won and he had the chance to do it in the big grandest stage of all and be a fucking folk hero in Australia forever. But they robbed my nigga of that opportunity. Can't say they robbed the lightweight championship. It was a close fight. If you want to win fights, try not to get taken down. Natural. But both exposed holes in Islam's game. Because this is big. My coach was a big, in wrestling, my coach was a big, yo, just stand up. You have the longest legs I've ever seen, motherfucker. Just stand up. Just stand up. Stand straight. Every time you're on down, stand straight up and make him force you to the mat. Then you start doing a bunch of extra shit. That's what Volk was doing. Volk was not worried. Like we said in the we said in the countdown, he wasn't training to stop takedowns. He was training to get taken down to get the right back the fuck up. And two things that I think was killer was how Volk killed Islam was one, his strength was there. Like people aren't gonna respect his strength was there, and it's not like him and Islam is just because Islam is in a weight class ten pounds ten pounds bigger than him isn't doesn't mean that he's automatically ten pounds bigger than him no matter what. I think he probably would have came in seven or eight pounds big because Islam is fucking huge, but he didn't go immediately to his top form. But motherfucking, and then also Volk's cardio. Volk don't get tired for shit. The same way he fought you in the first round, how he's gonna fight you in the fifth. Dude, I do. I it, it was a unanimous decision for Islam. So all three judges thought Islam won. The one that I have the biggest issue with is the last judge who had it 49-46, Islam. And we almost universally, everyone agrees the fifth round Volk won. Okay, so that's one of the that one. So you, this judge thinks he only won one one round. So let's let's say Volk won that one. Volk got knocked down, in like this. Uh, I think in the first like, when he got the knockdown, and then he like he, he he was tearing up Islam, got the knockdown, and then I remember Islam shot for a takedown. Volk stuffing it pretty badly, laughing about it. Like, come on, get back up. Let's do this. And it, like I was like, so those are two rounds. Like I just think, no matter what, Volk won two rounds. The round which yeah. he got knocked down, and the fifth round for sure. I can agree with the other two judges, forty-eight, forty-seven. I can see how that happens. There were close rounds, and then even whenever you look at the numbers on the, the paper, it's um, takedowns for uh, Islam four of nine with seven and a half minutes control to Volkanovski's over four with three minutes control. Total strikes. 95 Islam to Volk's 164, but Volk did throw double the amount of strikes as well. 
Islam, but if we go to significant strikes, it's a lot closer. Volkanovski, 70. Islam, 57. 36 head head strikes for Islam, 37 for Volk. 18 body for Islam, 21 for Volk. Leg kicks is where there's a big difference. 3 for Islam, 12 for Volk. So, but like, you're talking about the head, 36 to 37. Body, 18 to 21. When they were the shots that I was landing, yes, there was probably there was more legs shots, but then you top on put on top of it the almost eight minute controlled time for Islam. Looking back at it, like fresh eyes, knowing the outcome, I can see how Islam won that fight. I like I, I, I can piece it together in the moment, drinking my drinks, watching it live, in the party with everybody, but everyone thought Volk won that fight. So. It's, it's in the past. Like At this point, we can bitch, complain, and moan, but hopefully we get a rematch. I think that's the only yeah. thing we can it, ask for. I don't want an immediate rematch. I want no, to give, 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 it, give it a year or two. That is it, but I'm not going to lie to you. I might take Islam in a rematch because Islam is not going for that twice. Like, that boy was like, you underestimated Volk. Volk found holes. He's going to try to see on the holes in his game. That's crazy. But I'm still going to pick Volk regardless. But yeah. Islam is a monster. But before we go off to the next one, um, Ariel Hawani said it best. Islam won the contest. Vote won the fight. Yeah, I can agree with that. I wasn't moving on just yet. I got to address the elephant in the room. What are your thoughts on the Islam's accusations that he used the IV to um, when he was regaining his weight? Highly Oh, that's what they were talking about when they kept saying IV. Yeah, Dan Hooker came out and tweeted after the for the next day after the fight saying, "Let me just go. Let me just go to the horse's mouth. Let me just go to exactly what Dan Hooker had said." I, I, I don't. Right. I don't want to misquote my boy Dan Hooker. You know, I'm not here for uh, putting words in people's mouth. I heard. I heard about that IV shit. I didn't look too deep into it. All right, let me just go to my boy Dan Hooker's page. Because he went on to Twitter right after the fight. And he tweeted, Dumb cunt thinks he can fly to Australia, hire a nurse to give him an IV, and we won't find out. Cheating dog. Interesting. Then he went out, and then people were like, is he talking about Islam? And he confirmed. Yes, Islam is a cheating dog. And then said, you and then like talked about USADA. And it was like, if he doesn't cheat, he doesn't win. Someone was like, oh, who are you talking about? And he's like, Islam is a cheat. And then there, so it's all these crazy things, these accusations of Islam had to use an IV during the rehydration period. And that's how he put on all that weight and everything. I can't see it, and the only reason I'm going to say I can't see it is because that man is a devout Muslim. And I just can't see how, how Habib and his camp role and Islam and everyone in the camp and how devout Muslims they are. I just can't see them cheat. Like, yeah. Like, I guess that's good stereotype. Like, I'm not trying to understand, but, like, they're just so devout to their religion. Like, they were talking about when Habib won the belt, he would – even when they go to all the fancy hotels 
and they go to all the fancy everything, he would give his older brother the big master room and Habib would sleep on the couch or something. Because in, in Muslim religion, the bro- whoever's the oldest is the person who gets the biggest, the most, everything. So the big brother would get the big fancy suite, whereas Habib, Habib's fucking champion of the world at the moment. But yet his older brother sleeps in the bigger house, gets on the first class ticket, the bigger brother gets gets everything you think Habib should be doing, just because that's not how his religion does things. So wow, what a shiver is not dead, man. Yeah, so that's what I'm like. I just can't see how I don't know how these people roll. I just can't see him being cheap. They, I just couldn't see it up on these people. They just they just don't they are not like that. No, I respect it to the fullest. Do you think Islam is out here using IVs? They have. It's not just Dan Hooker said something, and people are pointing out that there is a bruise right here mm-hmm. on Islam. Ooh. It was for the pre-fight picks, but everyone says the pre-fight picks happen before you weigh in, so he wouldn't use an IV before weighing in. He would weigh in and then IV up. Mm-hmm. Throwing out all the information I've heard, so you see the full picture right now. I respect it. I mean, I didn't hear about it. I'm looking to do more research on it. But like you said, I don't see them boys cheating. All right. But I, I don't see how far it goes because Dan Hooker was like tagging USADA and shit. So, you know, it's on Dan, Dana White's radar. He's going to have to answer this at some point. The question will come. But let's move on. There's nothing. I just had to bring up the controversy before we move on to any other fight. Mm-hmm. Y- Yair Rodriguez. In the triangle choke submission in the second round over Josh Emmett. Viva La Mexico, baby. Viva. Were you were all with? Nah, nah, nah. You almost got me. Y'all <laughs> see that America? He almost got me. That boy was screaming hard. I, I was definitely the one in the Twitter chat saying, they were like, yeah, the best Mexican UFC fighters won in tonight. And I was like, damn. I didn't know Josh Emmett was Mexican. And then a little, little there, I was like, Viva La Emmett. So that was definitely what I was chanting throughout this fight. Viva La Emmett. How did you feel about the fight? Because I felt like Emmett did great in the first round. Emmett? So I knew Yair was going to land more strikes. Yair's got the volume. He's got the cardio. He's just a, he's a crazy, he's a wild man. The Mexican, you know, style. you know their style is not to be fucked with. Josh Emmett? I just knew he would land counters. And there was like two, like he would miss a whole bunch of shots. It would look bad. Yair would definitely tag him a lot. He was definitely lost the first round. But Emmett landed those strikes. I was like, ooh, Yair felt that. Yair, like he's, he's not going to change how he's fighting right now, but like he, he definitely just felt that punch to the body or the, um, the like the overhand to the face. Like he's like the, the, the ones that landed they landed hard so i was like okay emmett can can do this in the second third round he's gonna catch him maybe but uh yair's shown i mean people keep saying that he he subs ryan ortega but like ortega's arm popped some people believe well it wouldn't have popped if yair didn't get him in that position because ryan ortega had to pull his arm back to get out of position and that's why it popped fair argument i also just think natural accidents happen in fights all the time so some people think Yair submitted the best featherweight BJJ probably there is in Ortega and just submitted the best wrestler probably in featherweight um, in Emmett. So- hey, that triangle choke was awesome. Like, the way you set it up and the way you locked it in. And 
I just feel like Emmett was just a little too stiff fighting Yair. I think you gotta like if you're gonna fight somebody like that, you gotta be really ready to open up and come come like five different ways to make him um, feel uncomfortable and not really understand. But I don't know if Emmett has all that in his game plan. But he's a great guy though, definitely a great guy. Bald bias, you might think. He, uh, we never get to see him wrestling. He's kind of like the featherweight Gaethje, where he just likes to create highlight he um highlight reels with his heavy hands. But Yair submitting him and again the um, Ortega stuff. His BJJ looks super legit. I'll give him that. And that's like he is a wild. Like everyone just calls him the wild man. Like I mean, he landed ninety eight strikes to Emmett's thirty five. Like he's definitely a striker. But the fact that he can sub people too, like him versus Volk, I'm definitely wrong with Volk. I think Volk will absolutely like if if uh, Yair wants to strap, he better come with a strap. Like because there ain't no way he's being Volk with his hands. But it's MMA, it's UFC. You never know. He definitely has a good skill that he can. He if it hits the sub, if it hits the mat, he can definitely get submission. He's gonna beat him with his mind. And then, other than that, a lot of these fights are mostly prospect fights. So like, it was, a lot of, it was a lot of finishes. It was a pretty quick card. Definitely was quick. I mean, the main event didn't come quick enough, but quick card. Jack Della, Mandela, Mandelina. Killed Randy Brown. Like, I was like, wow, there is a difference. 14 and 2. Like, he's the next New Zealand guy up. Everyone's been hyped on that. A big train for a while. He's at welterweight. And he has the full skill set. Like, we saw, like, he, he got the submission, but that was after he was kind of whooping, like, feeling him out on the, feeling him out on the uh, stand-up. Real shit, man. Um, what about, um, um, what's her name? Um, that was um, the the Luke Bonami, the Loma. Loma, yeah, Loma. Yeah. It's Loma Luke Bumi. I I don't want to say her last name. It's, um... I don't know where she's from, but like my stupid ass keeps thinking that's the um one of the one of the pride flags. But yeah, she did her thing. I mean, at first I thought she kind of lost to Ellis Reed. When I look back at her, she was fucking her up the first round. She just um got taken down in a sense, but like she came back. And she subbed the fuck out of at least three. And I was like, oh, I, she's on my radar now. Early and then the in the second fight, round. And it's crazy. The first fight was a robbery. The last fight was a robbery of this card. Damn, that's how you <laughs> get off your chest, Kev. Get it off your chest, bro. Volker, you're a true champion, man. I'll let you know. Let me know if I got to point to anybody that thinks otherwise. Pound for pound, King. On um, pound for pound, I think Volk, yeah, Volk's definitely still pound for pound. Uh, out Jack Jenkins, that boy uh, came out, put on a show at Featherweight. He has a mean mustache game. Definitely I put on my radar. Just got how clean his mustache was and just how loud the crowd popped when he came out. Because that was the first time I heard the crowd really go crazy. So I was like, okay, who's this Who's this guy? I kind of learned a little about him. And I fucked with that um, Blake Builder. That boy, like, the second card, he beat Shane Young. I think Shane Young's Australian, too. But I liked how he just accepted um to be, like, the bad guy. Dangerous. I always say, when you're a villain, bro, you got to lean into it. You got to be the biggest villain of the ball. Stop trying yeah. to save your image. Pull Colby Covington. Well, yeah, there was a few first-round knockouts. There was one. 
Niner just knocked out just like rear naked chokes too. Like first round. Bill, the first fight was a draw. That shit was ugly as fuck. Uh, but, I mean, uh, who else fought? Jamie Malarkey. He beat the fuck out Prado. Yeah. Didn't you say he slammed the shit out of him? Slammed that nigga kid. I was watching that nigga like, wow. Australians put on. I don't think as many Australians in New Zealand as one as I thought there would be because there was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And out of the ten, I'm not gonna lie to you. I only five won. Fifty percent of the people at at home won. That's crazy, bro. Nah, well, one of them got robbed, but um. And one was a draw. So I look at this card kind of crazy because like. I don't think it settled anything. Like, everything is just still up in the air now. Like, now we know Islam isn't Khabib, but he's going to get better because he's not going to take that. Because this first thing he said when he went to the corner was rematch. So, like, he's ready. He's not. He's going to get better. He's going to, like, go to another level. He's going to run through his division. And he's going to try to get it back from Volk before Volk gets too old. Oh, man. And this Yair Rodriguez, and so Yair Rodriguez is the interim champ. He's going to fight next. But like, if Arnold Allen beats Max Holloway, none of that matters in my in my eyes. Yeah, and I think Volk can do whatever the fuck he wants. And Robert <laughs> Volk Whitaker can pick whoever he wants to fight after that, honestly. No, and then Robert Whitaker still doesn't have an opponent. I kept seeing him like doing the weigh-ins and stuff like that. They was keeping him active. He was doing interviews and shit. But why does Robert Whitaker not have an opponent? Because part think of his division, bro, it's so tied up with the Piero Izzy shit. Because like, what if Izzy wins? Piero, you don't think Piero might not get a, a chance at a fight also for the division? And then like, what else is there to really gain? Right, and that's my opinion on it. Like, there's nothing to gain in it. I think he's really debating on going up another weight class or some shit. Like, those are so short. I think that'd be a great idea. But like, he's not the tallest. A Chelsea and ended a heavyweight. Really? Yeah, so that's all I'm saying, bro. Like, short, short people he hey, Siri. <laughs> what was he Fedor. His last part, I think, was against Fedor. Oh, that's crazy. So he just got the money. He knows how to get a bag. He did get, he did finesse. He cut weight to go fight John Jones. <laughs> yeah, and then ran a campaign to get the fight because John Jones backed out of the original one. Yep. But no. yeah, I. I respect it, but that was UFC 270, what, 284? 284 in Perth, yeah. Australia. Yeah, that shit, Australia's a beautiful place, definitely on my top 10 places to go travel to. Like, I enjoyed the atmosphere, the crowd was awesome, everything I felt like was packed, I wish I was there, but like, wow, that was a good car, like, I think they're what we thought UFC London 2 was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, and uh, right. Does Brazil left such a bad taste in my mouth? Like, like now when I see these crowds, I'm like, in Australia, I think it was one of the best crowds in recent memory. Because London, like, these are some beer drinking motherfuckers that like like to fight. <laughs> so I like yeah. I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed seeing a, a, a like a crowd full of Volkanovskis and tied to losses. First thing the boy said in um after the he said in Australia, boom. Them boys, that was a good ass crowd. I fucked with them. They're not gonna be like the crowd in Miami, though. Fact. 
stay tuned for that. Oh, uh, yeah. But we got to get out of here. We still got to talk about next week's fight. Stay tuned this week. We still got um, Blanch, um, Blanchfield versus Andre. But we just recap UFC 284, Perth, Australia. Shout out to them Aussies. They went wild. Shout out to Islam and his camp. They showed up. They got the dub with or without Nurse. We'll find out. But as always, this has been Paul, Pick and Win of Concert. That's Kevin, Waterboy, Street Fight Enthusiast, Savoy. And this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. Got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes, this ain't not new. And it's season maxing, all I'm saying is true. You better stop your capping, like you really your ass all in the passing. Measurements, plug here, let him in. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been.